That's a scary one. And you've encountered In a Time of Ancient Gods, the The Xeno Xeno Podcast. Podcast. Uh, We are on episode nine of season one, Death in Chains. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) 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 Originally aired on the 13th of November, 1995. Really? Where were you on that day, Haley? What were you up to? 1995. Gosh. We were I not. could have been anywhere. <laughs> At that point, who knows? Who Sky's knows? the limit. We were like nine when mm-hmm. it first aired. It was November, yeah. chilly Bay chilly. Area, foggy days. You know, just set the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so the IMDb description of this episode is, When ailing King Sisyphus is visited by Celesta, goddess of death, he holds her captive. Unable to hold her death candle, it quickly begins to melt away, and all of mankind is unable to die, even when fatally wounded. No. It's up to Xena and Gabrielle, with the help of a new friend, Mm-mm. to rescue Celesta before the candle burns out. Oh. It's directed by Charles Siebert and written by Adam Armis and Nora K. Foster. Who, they did oh, a great job on I this one. I loved this episode. This episode was just phenomenal. Thank you very much to everyone. Yeah, it was great. I um, even thought while I was watching it, who wrote this? Because it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I love it's like kind of a haunted house vibe. Mm-hmm. There are zombies. Yeah. Um, I think with like a different effects team and a higher budget, it would have been freaking terrifying. <laughs> well, yeah. This is a scary one. If they had gone, because they could have gone darker. They could have gone with it, a and lot it would have darker. been super scary. Yeah. Maybe someone should remake it. Like. With Lucy Lawless, but like every other remake where everything's like super dark and yeah. scary. Yeah, just have it even scarier. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, so let's we begin dive right in. With a castle on a mountain in a dark and stormy night. Yes, it's very cold in there. We're on a hillside. This castle has kind of turrets all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's really, it looks like a super scary Transylvania haunted yeah. castle. Inside, it's like pretty richly decorated. There's like candles by the fireplace. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels a little more medieval than mm-hmm. Greek, but well, that's kind of par for the course with a lot of castles in, especially in Zeno. They mm-hmm. kind of like mix their mix their fantasy yeah. a lot. Yeah, we're in for it. I'm always here, mm-hmm. always here for anything. Mm-hmm. We're in this richly decorated space, all these candles and fireplace, and we meet King Sisyphus and his queen Charis, and they're kind of caught up in this heated conversation. Yeah. Charis is upset that. Uh, Sisyphus has upset the gods, yes. so they're kind of in this fight. Yeah, and he's just telling her, don't worry, I've taken care of everything, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And he seems, like, very creepy, and she has, like, you know, a bit of a Xena look in the first few seconds. I have I have mixed feelings about this oh queen's gosh. costume. Really? Uh, I didn't yeah. notice anything about her costume. I really? just noticed her bangs and her... <laughs> her bangs were overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, oh my god, she's got bangs, and that's the only thing I noticed. <laughs> well, she's wearing this like empire waist again, very medieval. Mm-hmm. Here for it, but seemingly like slightly inappropriate, mm-hmm. sort of like high waisted dress. Mm-hmm. And then she's wearing this crown that's tucked underneath the bangs, and the bangs are just sort of exploding oh, like a mushroom cloud over so the top. Voluminous. Yeah, it's just like pushing them up, and <laughs> just I, it, it was a look. It's queenly, I guess. Okay, I don't know. why not? They're like she probably has a different queen look because she's in a different. Castle. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Why not? <laughs> Why not? But I mean, she's great. She seems she's conscientious. Yes, she wants to help her her husband, but she's worried that he's going to destroy the world. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then in this episode, we don't. No one really explicitly says what Sisyphus did to upset right. the gods. Mm-hmm. So I did some research. Oh, let's hear about so it. So let's learn all about Sisyphus. What did he do? Turn the pages of time here. Mm-hmm. So most of my research, as you know, usual, comes from Wikipedia, mm. which is wonderful. GreekMythology.com also. Lovely. Uh, so Those are both very trusted. I trust them. I know. I do. I do a lot of research on them. <laughs> well, they're just great for like you're just sort of like pinpoint bullet point. Yeah, you need you need the basic stuff. Mm. So he was the first king of Etheria, which is uh, the same city as Corinth. It's just another name. Oh, uh, so he was the founder of the town. Really? And he was actually kind of a folk hero. Mm. He was like this kind of trickster character. Oh, yeah. I wondered about all those tricks in the episode. Yeah. So it's definitely like mentioned. He kind of, in the episode, he's more of this like magician, mm-hmm. trickster, yeah. illusionist, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what he was in the real myths too. Mm. Uh, so he was a human punished for his hubris of outsmarting the gods. Homer in the Iliad described him as, quote unquote, the most cunning of men. And some say he was Odysseus's dad, not Laertes. I'll get to that in a second. He was also the grandfather of Bellerophon, who's another Greek hero. Mm. Uh, So he's like totally tied in there. He's not just like a random character. Yeah. He really hated his brother Salmonius, who became the king of Thessaly. And they just had this kind of consistent war between each other. He's also another character that comes up in Cena later. (laughs) I was going to ask, but then I was like... Should I? Oh, no, we'll get, yeah. I'll, I was we'll like, oh, I'll save this for later. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't dive deep into this, but one of the myths surrounding uh, Sisyphus populating Corinth was he made people out of mushrooms. What? There's <laughs> like any so, I mean, That's people. why he had that hair, I guess. <laughs> um, so he married Merope, or mm. I think it's Merope, not Merope, um, so not actually Charis. Mm. And she was one of the seven Pleiades, who were the daughters of the Titan Atlas and uh, Pleione. So they were, um, we, we learned about them a little bit in the Hercules myths. Mm-hmm. So they're like the yes. seven daughters who so they're yes. like hanging out and mm-hmm. doing doing magic stuff. Okay. So, do, do, do. Okay, so one story about Sisyphus is there is a local notorious thief oh. named Atollicus, who we also meet later oh, in this yes. universe. Was he was just like constantly stealing Sisyphus's cattle and transforming them into whatever else would like hide them. So he's just like stealing cows all the time and transforming them into. Does like, he ever transform them back, or he just wants? He to transforms steal them, them back afterwards, but okay. it's just when Sisyphus is like, "Give me my cattle back." He's, he's like, like, "I don't have your flies ca- now. Yeah, it's exactly. Totally cool. <laughs> yeah." He's like, I don't have any of your cattle. Yeah. It's just a bunch of shoes, you know? <laughs> but so then Sisyphus was like, okay, I'm going to carve stolen by Italicus on all the hooves of all my cattle. Uh-oh. So when I come up, like, find them, that's, mm-hmm. they're all mine. He knows. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have a bigger impact on you. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> I was 
stuck wondering, like, <laughs> don't cattle's hooves, are they going to, can you file that off? I was, like, thinking about the practicalities oh, of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I mean. I don't know much you, about cattle hooves, I realize now. It's like. They have like, a soft part. Yeah, it's like thick fingernails. You know, I guess you yeah. gotta, you can, they're soft, but you can also, like, hammer stuff into them. Oh, yeah. But I just love thinking about all these cows that just say, like, stolen by Autolycus <laughs> on their hooves. And he's like, oh, man, I guess I did that. Or just, yeah. you know, like, laughing right. heartily. <laughs> he got me there. <laughs> So then, as revenge, Sisyphus seduced Autolycus's daughter, Anticlea, who is the mother of Odysseus. So oh, that's why maybe he gross. was his dad, maybe not. I know, it's a little yeah, gross. Don't but. do that. But whatever, okay. Whatever. So that's what he did. But we're kind of laying out the character for Sisyphus. Yeah, right. Like he, you know, we know he, about him. Yeah, he like he loves his city, Corinth, mm-hmm. but he's also not anyone to suffer someone out tricking him. Right. He thinks he's the smartest man in the room always. Mm-hmm. So he went to the Oracle of Delphi to find out how to get even with his brother because he hates him so much. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need to make this travel to our lovely Oracle. And she says, oh... You should sleep with your niece and have kids with her, and that's going to destroy Salmonius. And it would. I mean, if that happened to me, my daughter, I'd be like, or my whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd be very upset. I'd be super upset. (laughs) And so he does it, like, no questions asked. It's like, you're not going to even think about that? Whatever. He's like, I guess the oracle told me. I guess I've got to do that. (laughs) Even though it's horrible. Yeah. But so then Salmonius uh, kills the kids, so he, like, doesn't really do anything. Oh, wow. Um, Well, they're well matched. Yeah. It's like, you guys are clearly brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's this kind of, like, tricky, sort of rapey, thief guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, not a great character. Right. Yeah, he's a... So the creepy vibe is well-deserved. It was very Mm well-deserved. So another story, this is the big story. I was just kind of setting up his character for you. Oh, I want to know what the... Tell us the big story. So there was a river god named Asapus. His daughter goes missing. And then he's like, where's my daughter? So he goes up to Sisyphus and is like, hey, do you see where my daughter went? Mm -hmm. I need her. And Sisyphus saw Zeus take her. Oh. Um, so he's like, okay, if you, Asapus, the river god, if you build an eternal spring in Corinth, I will tell you who took your daughter. So he does it. Okay. Yeah. So he's just like, you know, you give me something, I'll give you something. Yeah. So he tells him that Zeus took him, tells him the truth. And then Zeus and Asapus fight. And Zeus is so mad at Sisyphus, he sends Thanatos, death. Oh. The god of death. That's where that comes Mm -hmm. in. He's like, you, like, death, you're going to come, take Sisyphus, it's going to be great. So Thanatos shows up. And Sisyphus is like, oh, yeah, hey, man, cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Nice yeah, to see you. Yeah, great. It's like, I love seeing you. This is awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, I see you have those cool handcuffs. Those are, like, your death handcuffs. Can you show me how those work, like, on you first before <laughs> me? Because <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, well, okay. Yeah. I've never, never asked me before. <laughs> yeah, like, I love showing these off. These are great. <laughs> Check this bit out. And so he does it. And then Sisyphus is like, oh, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> So then, um, so this is basically like the kind of premise of this episode. Mm -hmm. So then now that Thanatos is trapped, nobody can die because he can't go meet anybody. So there's just these like headless zombies like everywhere. I know all these people are dying and suffering, but no one can actually pass on to the next realm. But Sisyphus is just like, haha, I'm the best. No one can touch me. And then um, finally, Ares, our favorite Ares, God of War. He's like, you know what? This is enough. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) I'm done with this. Yeah. He's like, I am so sick of all my people fighting all this war Mm -hmm. and nobody can come dine with me in the halls of wherever. Yeah. So he shows up and frees Thanatos. And then en route to Hades, 
Sisyphus, so Sisyphus is on his way to hell, basically. Before he gets there, he tells his wife, Merope, don't bury me, don't sacrifice anything, don't do any burial rites, mm -hmm. don't put any coins under my tongue to pay the fairy to Chiron. She's like, okay, that's weird, but all right. So when he gets there, he shows up as basically like an unburied pauper. And so he appeals mm. to our, our favorite Persephone, oh. queen of the underworld. And says, hey, man, my wife really wronged me. Um, she's a terrible widow. You know, I need to just mm. go talk to her for like three days. Yeah. And just like take care of this so I can right. come back. And she's like, oh, Sisyphus, of course. Like that's, yeah, you know, really, that's, terrible. that's awful. So she's like, yeah, you can go back for three days and arrange your own funeral. Punish Maopi. And so then he goes back up and he's like, haha, suckers. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm going back. back. Up, I'm not dead. Yeah, yeah, peace out. <laughs> and so he like lives for years after that. Whoa. And so when he finally dies of old age, Zeus is like so pissed at him. Mm -hmm. He banishes him to the deepest part of hell, which is Tartarus. And then his eternal punishment is uh, rolling a massive boulder up a hill. And then it just, once he gets to the top, it rolls back. That's so interesting. Yeah. So like that's why he was punished for that. Yeah. And then Sisyphus became kind of uh, the patron saint of put upon young artists, I uh -huh. guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a Sisyphusian Right. Like effort. human effort. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, using his ingenuity to trick the gods yeah. and fate. Yeah. But it all ends up with like fruitless labor. Yeah, the boulder's <laughs> just going to roll back on you. It's what we so all do. So don't even try. Just, you okay? shouldn't even try. It's, you're just going to be banished to hell yeah. and <laughs> none of your work is going to ever be recognized. Yeah, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You'll be remembered forever. Do you guys have our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so that's Sisyphus. Yeah. And then, cool. So now we know exactly why the gods are upset with him. So we've yeah. set the scene. I know. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're in the castle and they're having this dispute and the gods are upset at Sisyphus because of everything that Justine just said. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I as mean, a wife, like, I'd be like, oh, my you God. Know, yeah. I mean, just, like, fathering children with your niece should be enough. Yeah. But, you know, he did some more stuff. And then a maiden appears at the castle door. She's beautiful. She's so beautiful. She's wearing a diaphanous robe. She has her long curly hair, a very mm -hmm. simple pearl necklace. Mm -hmm. Very classy. Very classy. She's mm -hmm. very calm. She has this kind of pleased expression, otherworldly expression mm -hmm. on her face. Yes. She appears out of the air holding yeah. this lovely rolled, hand-rolled beeswax candle. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. I was eyeing that candle. Well, we were just talking about candles, and she knows how to make them, she apparently. She does. I, I've, I've made candles like that before. It's not very no. difficult, yeah. but also, you know, fun it's to nice. do. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. I can it's imagine a nice her. effort. And she floats towards the castle guards. They tell her that no one is allowed to come Oh, in. yeah, but they're also, like, total, like, meathead yeah. bros. <laughs> they, like, don't even notice that she's appeared out of nowhere no. and is floating. <laughs> like, hey, baby, I'll show you a good time, but no visitors. <laughs> Quote. She's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> Does she, then, I don't think, does she even speak? No, no, she, just, she like, doesn't. Looks at them. She just yeah. kind of looks quizzically. Flows <laughs> and, further towards them. And then grabs one of their arms. And then what happens? And he, like, is strangled to death. Yeah, he, he dies, dies immediately. <laughs> and falls down. And the other dudes are like, oh, man, she yeah. killed him. Yeah, don't touch her. Yeah. Like and they run away. Terrible guards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like... <laughs> 
that person just killed a guard. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to save anything. Let's get out of here. Um, so then we go inside. Uh, Sisyphus has set up this beautiful feast. It's like, it looks it like looks a dining nice, yeah. for, kind of like a Christmassy feast. Yeah, it feels like kind of festive. a Christmas ghost mm-hmm, play. I know, she kind of looks like a Christmas ghost. Yeah. We're in the banquet hall. So she comes in. We learn that Sisyphus has been expecting her. He's expected all mm-hmm, of this. He's mm-hmm. laid out all of this for her. Yes. She's Celesta. Yes. And she asks, are you ready to begin your journey? So we did some research on Celesta. And yes. she, she's not a mythical figure at all. She was she's created not. purely for this episode. And she's wonderful. She's lovely. And we, we love her. prefer her to other Myths sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she represents death. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to talk about death now or later? Let's talk about death right now. Let's do it. I'm, I'm prepared. Oh my Let's gosh. dive in. Okay, cool. Death is Thanatos, or Thanatos, as Justine referred to in discussing Sisyphus. And he is always characterized as a male. He's the son of Nyx and Erebos. Okay. Or... Alternatively, he may have had no father, and rather than being the offspring of gods, he was broken off of Nyx's essence or spirit. Ooh. I know. I was a like, shard. interesting. A bone a spur. Shard. Death <laughs> is just a shard of Nyx. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. He's the twin of Hypnos, or sleep, and his other brothers include suffering, old age, blame, deception, and Karen, or Karen, the boatman. Karen. Carol, <laughs> the fairy man, hell. <laughs> Him, yeah. He's the other brother. He's characterized as being pitiless. He's hateful even to the deathless god. So, according to Hesiod, at least. That's interesting because mm-hmm. it feels like he would be the Celesta. She's very in particular. I don't yeah, know what like I'm looking impassive. for. Yeah, not very. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I think it's it's not necessarily that he's like vengeful or something. He mm-hmm. just doesn't listen to argument or anything. Oh, yeah. You know? And I think probably also in the Greek mythos, all these, like, gods personified, they all have very human qualities, mm-hmm. so I'm sure he's emotionally picking up everyone hating him all the time right. and being so I'm upset. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's like, you know, you know what? I don't like you either, okay? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't, this isn't my choice to be this god. <laughs> it was just a fragment yeah. of night. Yeah. Oh, it's just my lot in life, just yeah. like anybody else. We all have these tasks we have to do. This is exactly. a really heavy episode. <laughs> I know, I know. It's all about, like, very existential questions. They get into it so early in Zena. I know. Should we read the Orphic um, hymn to... Yes, we should. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Set? Go. Okay. To Thanatos, fumigation from mana. Hear me, O death, whose empire unconfined extends to mortal tribes of every kind. On thee, the portion of our time depends whose absence lengthens life, whose presence ends. Thy sleep perpetual bursts the vivid folds by which the soul, attracting the body whole, common to all of every sex and age, for naught escapes thy all-destructive rage. Not youth itself thy clemency can gain, vigorous and strong by thee untimely slain. In thee the end of nature's works is known, in thee all judgment is absolved alone. No suppliant arts thy dreadful rage control. No vows revoke the purpose of thy soul. O blessed power, regard my ardent prayer and human life to age abundant spare. So It's beautiful. Yeah. Thanatos. So, I mean, I think that there's a respect for Thanatos and just mm. kind of a, just like 
you know, it's death. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are pluses and minuses. You don't want to live forever as a headless corpse. Yeah, um, it's. I had never really heard of Thanatos before. Me he wasn't like on my radar as one of the major gods. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, oh, it's just what Hades does. But yeah. I guess right. he doesn't. Yeah, I know it's different. And, um, you know, he's never depicted as a woman, but he is hmm. often depicted as an Ephebus, young boy or a young, oh. like a beautiful young boy. That's so interesting. Yeah. And in later periods, kind of often as a winged boy or hmm. a Cupid, um, sometimes carrying an inverted torch to represent the end of life. Like up, just upside down? Just upside down okay. or a sword. And sometimes, okay. Is this two- because they rep like... The a beautiful young man is like the epitome of life, and so I think it has to do with changing ideas about death, okay, and the emergence of the idea of the Elysian fields as opposed to just Tartarus. Mm. So maybe it's like a more positive view of of death. Okay, I don't know, but he's also sometimes represented as a baby in Nix's arms or Aww. as a youth carrying a butterfly because a Aww. butterfly can represent the soul. Aww. And sometimes he has some poppies because yeah. poppies make you sleepy. Yeah. I guess nice. It's not as, you know, horrifying as kind of other. This whole episode is kind of making me think of um, a Christmas Carol and like mm-hmm. the. Yeah. yeah. That death is pretty dark. Yeah. It's super. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Christmas future. Right. I feel it's like. It's like death a lonely, is, bad death in yeah. that one, too. But I think there's, you know. Oh, and there's. <laughs> well, speaking of good and bad deaths. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kevorkian named his euthanasia device the Thanatron. Oh! Mm-hmm. To represent, like, a good death. That's great. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, huh. I was hoping we talk about Dr. Kevorkian I know. tonight. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, I brought hundreds of pages of notes on Dr. Kevorkian. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> you want to hear? I, they're just in the bottom drawer. I get them. Looking for this opportunity. Yeah. Well, he sounds like a very pleasant, a I pleasant think, way to you go. Know, yeah, he's not causing people to suffer. He's just death. He's ending basically. suffering, yeah. which is what I really like about this episode. I think maybe we'll talk about it more at the mm-hmm. at the end. But I think Zena's relationship to death and Gabrielle's relationship to death kind of changes a little bit, mm-hmm. or our perception of their relationship to death changes through this episode. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that Zena has gone through a lot of personal changes in mm-hmm. this one. I think we see her through kind of a different lens at the yeah. end of this. Yeah. Well, well, well. Okay, so are we... All right. Well, I guess are, that's it. Is that, have we met Thanatos? Have we, we met... Well, we've met Celeste. Okay. Who is the Xenoverse, Xenoverse. incarnation of Thanatos. Which feels similar. So she's a beautiful young woman. She's nice. She's good. We love her. We <laughs> want her to live forever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, well, and we're sad. Oh, yeah. So she sits down for the feast. This is where we are. Okay. Yeah. So Sisyphus is like, hey, Celeste, come before. I know you're here to take me away. Before we do that, how about you just sit down and have a feast? Yeah, please. Yeah, just, just have a bite. Yeah. Take a bite. Take it. Relax. Have some Put mutton. Little, put down your candle. Yeah, just set your candle. She's like, sure, I guess I'll set down my candle. I do like to taste feasts. <laughs> I like to taste feasts. And so Sisyphus is like, hey, I want to know all about you. Yeah, tell yeah, me. Tell me everything. Tell She's me. like, no one ever asks. Great. So once she sets down the candle and they toast to long life and a peaceful death. Uh-oh. He's trapped her in a machine seat. Yes. Oh, my God. Sisyphus has engineered a 
not a torture device, but a um, it's like a little a jail yeah. thing. So like out of the um, arms of the chair mm-hmm. pop these handcuffs, right. very similar to the actual story. Mm-hmm. So she's similar. trapped there, which seems also kind of odd that she can go in and out of reality, but she can't. But I guess she's not holding the candle anymore. Let's, that's true. I'll Maybe tie that's that in her with her magic. Magic candle. So she. Well, yeah. I mean, Sisyphus. I guess in the real story, the handcuffs were magic death handcuffs. Mm-hmm. But, so okay. And then he has this like cool staff. That is also unex- inexplicable. I know. I was like, how many machines does he have? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he has like this staff that when he like pounds it on the floor, emits this crazy flash of light. I, I don't know. know. It's, yeah, he's just this like kind of it's wild, like, I've been scary working magician. on all of this to get like by myself for a long time. <laughs> I can't wait to show it up <laughs> to a god. <laughs> so he's like caught her. She's separated from her candle and he's just so excited with everything that he's just done. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where we're leaving them for the moment. Yeah. Woo! Woo for Sisyphus, Celeste is concerned. Oh my gosh. So now we go to the apple orchard. Hmm, They're going apple picking. They're going apple picking. Fall activity. They're like, let's take a load off. (laughs) Yeah, they're like college sophomores just going out. (laughs) You know what? This is going to be so fun to this weekend. (laughs) Apple picking. And they're just like being super cute, fun besties. They're just walking down the apple orchard. And then there's like a million couples making out everywhere. And they're like all apple picking. Yeah. It's like a weird commune. Maybe this is another like cult. Probably another cult. Gabby's like, I found this awesome <laughs> apple orchard. <laughs> it's like there's, I mean, there's so much chemistry between everyone there. I just want you to check it out, Zena. Just come with me once. Yeah. So you're just like, I don't need this. Yeah. Like, I'm totally cool without it. Meanwhile, like a band of warlords are also coming to the apple Wait, orchard. First, can we, oh I wanna, gosh, we, yeah. first, we have to talk about Gabby's new outfit. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. So we last it's we like saw Gabby. It's like a multi wrap around. Well, last we saw her, she mm-hmm. was wearing a peasant blouse and right. like a long, long skirt. Mm-hmm. But now she's got like a double wrap around. She's got a wrap around shirt and a wrap skirt. <laughs> and she's wearing this like multi layered beaded necklace yes. that I'm like, where? Oh, Gabby, you're feeling so self empowered. I know. She's like, you know what? I don't need a full skirt anymore. No, I want to make something cool out of this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she, it was like cut from her last skirt. It, it does look like kind it. of like it. Because it's like sort of asymmetrical, kind of mm-hmm. a chestnutty, leathery skirt. Mm-hmm. She's wearing knee-high boots. I find her top kind of confusing, but what is happening with it? It's like a t-shirt V-neck. It's like wrap. it's like a wrap. It's like kind of a brown wrap, but then it has yeah, like yeah. a thick mm-hmm. blue pattern on it. That yeah. like is just com- so it looks like she's wearing multiple shirts. It is but one, but it's but unexpected one. color mm-hmm. blocking, and mm-hmm. I love that she's taking risks. I love that too. Good job, Gabby. She's like, Very I really bold. feel like this this week. We're going to this cool place. I just want to look cool. Oh yeah, I made a note of like, I wonder what the conversation with Zena was like when she was shopping. Yeah, <laughs> and just be like, do you like this or this? And Zena's just like, it looks fine. <laughs> it's all good. Just, I need, I'm working on, like, these people who are robbing each other and, like, on the corner of my eye. Yeah. She's buying, like, practical things. You yeah. Know, like, oil for her sword and Right, stuff. exactly. <laughs> so, like, Gabby is just, like, trying to rationalize that she, like, wants a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's actually, like, doing a great job traveling and meeting new people. And like, I know. And she's just living a new kind of life. She's embracing it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I kind of understand being, like, 16, mm-hmm. like... Like, oh, yeah, like, you're hormonal and, like, want want a boy, but also you're, like, really proud of yourself for being empowered and going on this adventure. So yeah. I'm not faulting her for it, but it's, I'm like, just really mentioning obnoxious. It, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to bring it to people's attention because they weren't noticing. Because <laughs> they weren't noticing that, like, this is a thing to go through, but it's, yeah. like, really obnoxious. She's just <laughs> like, always okay, talking about 16, boys. Like, okay, you're 16, it's fine. Just talk to another 16-year-old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, Zena is an adult woman who doesn't need to talk about your crushes right now. <laughs> 
He's very confused about what's going on in his apple orchard. <laughs> he doesn't really like apples anyway. He prefers other fruit. It's so good. But it's like, yeah, Gabby, you just, like, you're making the right choice. You're hanging out with Xena. It's great. Whatever. Yeah, okay. everything's good in your life. Yeah. But Xena's also, like, kind of amused by the conversation. Yeah. They're uh, having a good time. And then, so then, who else is in the apple orchard? Oh my gosh, a band of warriors led by Toxius. 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 And so they, um, they like shoot, he shoots an arrow into an apple that goes like right by Gabrielle's head oh and they God. laugh and laugh. Mm-hmm. So Toxius, the main dude, like clearly is just like obsessed with Xena and yeah. loves her and has been following her forever. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you should join my gang. And it's as if. Right, it's like, he is such a loser. He's such a loser. It is a band of losers, mm-hmm. and Zena's not going to join your loser gang. <laughs> Toxius. <laughs> There's probably, like, 15 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're all kind of just, like, hanging back, like, Ugh. Yeah, like, all of these dudes. I, I actually kind of liked this group, because mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, we're just here. We're just doing whatever. Yeah. Toxius has, like, very wispy hair and a single cross earring. Did you notice that? Oh, it was, like, kind of, like, 80s, yeah. sort of, like, punk grungy look. I was, He's, like, cool. Yeah, but he was, he was kind of gross. And she <laughs> says... Join a band of worthless, low-life scum. I think I'll pass. <laughs> and then she says it in this super hilarious way. <laughs> and he's like, join or die. And she's like, okay, I'll fight. Mm-hmm. So then she beats him to the ground. And as they walk away, he pulls a boot dagger. And Xena stabs him in the gut. I know. And then his all his low-life buddies run away. And, and he's killed. He's been killed. He's dies on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you really feel it in this moment. Oh, God, that was like, what a waste. He didn't need yeah, to do that. And, I know. And Xena says, another wasted death as she walks away. And you like you do really see it on her face. Like, yeah. There's no reason for that at all. Right. He didn't want, she didn't want that to happen. No. And then all the lovers are hiding in the apple trees. Mm-hmm. And then as they walk away, he opens his eyes. <gasps> and he is not dead. He's alive again. Yeah. So I did some research on Toxius. Ooh, let's hear about him. And, okay. There's, like, like three different Toxius oh, characters. Really? This is just a short thing. So I just did one. One of them was one of the heroes of the Caledonian Boar Hunt, which mm-hmm. was, like... So the Caledonian Boar Hunt was, like, the biggest kind of precursor to all the, like, the, like the Iliad, the Odyssey, like, all the other kind of, like, big adventures. Oh. This is, the like, kind of the first one where all cool. of the heroes got together to, like, fight this one thing together. Cool. It was cool. So Artemis sent a boar to attack Caledon because she was mad about something. I forget why. Um. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm just tired of this. Go. <laughs> just go fight him. All these heroes for, like, it's this giant boar that's, like, terrorizing everything, running through fields, Ooh. running, just, you know, killing people. Goring people with its And, like, tusks. boar yeah, it's tusks. Boars mm-hmm. were like a big problem in ancient Greece. Really? I feel. They show up a lot. They show up a lot. But they're the most, almost the most dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite close. A close second. <laughs> um, so they have this big boar hunt. So the king, oh, this is what happened. So the king forgot to honor her. So she sent the giant pig to attack everyone okay. and ruin crops. Also in this, of the heroes, there was a huntress hmm. named Atalanta, who was like super, oh. super fast. Oh my so gosh, This is why cool. I mentioned this. So when she joined the hunt, she had been suckled by Artemis as a she-bear. Whoa! I know! Oh my gosh, is she a constellation? Um, I think Atalanta I like is. Yeah. We gotta find out. We have oh, to my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I know. I was like, oh, oh I love why her. Why isn't that my life? I know. Oh, I, know. I love my mom, but I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it would be really cool to be suckled by I Artemis like, the bear. I know. So, and a lot of the guys were like just pissed off that she was even on the hunt. Mm, she's um, like, I'm super fast and I was a bear and. No, she wasn't the bear. Um, 
Artemis was the bear. So she was like mama oh bear God, and this little cooler. I know and little baby girl. She's like, I'll take care of you, baby girl. Come over here. And Atlanta's like, mama I bear. love bears. <laughs> Goddess bears, come to me. Um and she just grew up to be like such a badass lady. And then um so Toxius hate he just like he was one of the guys who hated that she a girl was there, which mm-hmm. kind of is in character with right. this guy. Mm-hmm. But she drew first blood with the arrow. She was the first person to even wound the boar. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I know a little bit about her, and I already know. (laughs) She's the best. Yeah. (laughs) I should have wrote down who else was on the the hunt, but it's fine. You guys, go. You do your own research at home, guys. Go look up the Caledonian boar hunt. A bunch of heroes were there. You need to read the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, she was great. So that's our buddy Toxius. Cool. Mm -hmm. Now we're in the credits. <laughs> oh yeah, theme. Yeah. Do, do, oh, first do, I want to say, yeah, that he seems pleased that oh. he's alive. Um, he's like doesn't mind that he has a gaping wound. Oh yeah, his wound is pretty gross. Yeah, too. it's like it, huge you can and see bleeding. It the whole, like for the rest of the episode, you just yeah. see this giant wound right. on his front. <laughs> and I was like, I guess he just doesn't, doesn't care about that kind of thing. He's willing to suffer in order to live. Yeah, he's, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. Yeah. Warrior. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Okay, so back to Xena and Gabby. We're on the road. Xena's on Argo. Gabby's walking next to Xena, and Gabby looks way less kind of pathetic walking next to her now that she's wearing her cool outfit. It's true, it's true. She's like keeping up. She seems much more of like a helpful person. Mm. And Xena is like clearly troubled by everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. And then um, Gabrielle just like doesn't get why Toxius would want to fight. And Zena's like, he knows I have the reputation. Like, of course, you know, yeah, if he can I understand defeat me. This, this mentality. Yeah. This like is I've just been, how things I've are. I've lived it. Yeah. Gabrielle's just kind of like talking and talking and talking. And then Argo gets super spooked. Oh, no. We're like, there's an earthquake. There's crazy oh wind. God. There's smoke. smoke there's is, fog. Yeah. Gabrielle has this really good freak out. She's like, what's happening? <laughs> and Zena's just like, I don't know. Take cover and draw their sword. I just like love that dynamic of yeah. Gabrielle flipping out. And mm-hmm. Zena's just like, whatever it is, I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, Looking around. This is why she's Gabby. the best hero. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. This is why. <laughs> so Gabby hides behind a rock, and then this chariot pulls up out of the smoke. It has huge bat wings. It's bat dark. Wings. Yeah. It's like looks covered in leather. Yeah, there's like a tiny little human skull at the front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's horns. Yeah, the bat wings were cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I like this chariot. Super cool. And Xena rides up to meet it. Mm-hmm. And then this man in full armor gets off, and he looks... Uh, he has like this giant helmet that also has horns mm-hmm. and then Xena dismounts and does some cool sword moves to kind yeah. of meet with him and then um, she's like always ready for a fight Yeah. Uh, oh he says you're always ready for a fight that's why I like you I know I was like he's a fan of Xena that means we're a fan of him yeah exactly yeah and who who is it Haley? oh my god it's Hades <gasps> oh no the god of the underworld here oh. with us <laughs> wow oh wow I'm so flattered <laughs> who would have expected um, yeah, so we find out that Sisyphus has captured his sister, mm-hmm. and he needs Xena to get her back. And this is a classic scenario. Yeah. So let's learn a little bit about Hades. Tell me about him. He is the god of the underworld, the land of shades, okay. darkness. The land of shades. His realm lies beneath the secret places of the earth, according to the Iliad. And in the Odyssey, the passage to Hades is over the edge of the earth and across the ocean. Oh. I love the idea of being able to, like, access Hades through, like, whatever mystery cave. I you know. You just stumble upon it. I know. It's like a uh, fraggle, a fraggle hole or something. Yeah, exactly. You just, <laughs> just whoa, there it is. I guess yeah. go down there. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah, and other people said you could reach it through, like, caverns or near deep lakes. You mm-hmm. could go and find it. And sometimes... 
the realm of Hades is divided between Tartarus and Erebus. And Erebus would be like the place that you like go through and Tartarus is like the deep the deep hell um, where Sisyphus deep is hell. pushing yeah, that exactly. rock around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. there's the two levels? The two, okay. I think. And I am getting this from like a com- combination of like There's like so many. A bunch of things, Edith Hamilton and Wikipedia yeah. and Theoi. Mm-hmm. And he is the mer- first male child of Cronus and Rhea. And Hestia, Demeta, and Hera are his older sisters. Mm. And his younger brother is Poseidon. And they were all hanging out in Cronus's tummy before Zeus freed them. Mm. So in his current role as the god of Hades, uh, the god of the underworld, which is also sometimes called Hades, mm-hmm. presided over funeral rites and defended the right of the dead to do burial. He's also sometimes called Pluto, mm. and that would be like the god of wealth and precious things that lie beneath the soil. So that could be like fertile soil or okay. it could be like gold. Yeah. Yeah, I like how, I don't know if you're going to talk about Persephone or... I'm just like very, his bride is Persephone, yeah. but yeah, I didn't... Oh, just the like, just the the kind of marriage of springtime mm-hmm. and darkness, mm-hmm. and if Hades is also like a fertile soil, you know, right. it's like the yeah, darkness it's up. It's where it's we true. bury our dead, but mm-hmm. it's also you know where life comes from. Right, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's true. It's a really, I mean, the myth is basically that Hades kidnapped Persephone from Demeter. Mm-hmm. She ate a little bit of pomegranate. pomegranate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a single pomegranate seed. Yeah. So. Even though she was eventually freed, she had to return to Hades for half the year. And mm-hmm. that's when Demeter made the world go into winter in order yeah, to... she misses her little baby. Mm-hmm. She misses yeah, her little baby girl. A lovely story about the seasons. And I, um, in like younger years, was kind of just like, oh, like whatever, Persephone. I don't know. I just didn't mm-hmm. really love her. Mm-hmm. But then as I learn more about like various, not like Wiccan culture, but mm-hmm. more like modern day witchcraft and things. A lot of people really identify with mm-hmm. Persephone and holding that duality in yourself yeah. of uh-huh. being, of like the darkness and the light. Yeah. And that you can be, you can be both. Yeah. And that she's just a lovely kind of patron saint of embodying everything in life. Right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also fascinating to have kind of wealth and death combined together in mm-hmm. that, in Pluto mm-hmm. and like you say, death kind of being the foundation for, for life. fertile life. Yeah. So there's kind of a duality there, too, in terms of, like, you know, do you hate capitalism? Or do you, like, it's, like, <laughs> you know, ground wealth, cool. So whatever. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to think about. So, yeah, um, fun facts about him. Mm. He's sometimes, the name may come from etymology of the god who makes invisible or another possible etymology would be the all-embracer or the all-receiver. Hmm. Now, you could understand the god who makes invisible by people who go away. Mm-hmm. Or he also had a special helmet that made him invisible that he oh, sometimes loaned to people. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hades is, he's pretty yeah. cool. He's pretty cool. And he's, like, not particularly mean. He's kind of like death, you know, impassive. He's not, he's impartial yeah. with people. Did you, I forget why he he was given the underworld. Because Zeus got, mm-hmm. a, are you going to talk about that? Oh, no. Well, okay. I mean, I, I don't really. But it's because they took lots, allegedly. Oh, okay. And so Zeus and Poseidon and Hades took lots. And mm-hmm. Hades got the underworld and Zeus got the world. Yeah. And Poseidon got the sea. The sea. It's just like an interesting that they divided that out that way. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if they knew how much, because even now with science, we're only like touching the surface of like the life that's actually happening right. in the ocean. I know. Poseidon is like, don't worry, I'm totally cool with it. <laughs> yeah, he's I like, love oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> 
You're gonna regret this later. Yeah, Poseidon's so cool. I know. He is really cool. Cooler than Zeus. Yeah, Zeus is not our fave. No, we don't like him. Do you guys want to hear the Orphic hymn to Pluto? Always. Okay, cool. To Pluto. <laughs> to Plutes. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Pluton magnanimous, whose realms profound are fixed beneath the firm and solid ground. In the Tartarian plains, remote from sight, and wrapped forever in the depths of night. Zeus, Chthonios, which means of the underworld. Mm. Chthonic. Chthonic. Thy sacred ear incline, and please accept this sacred rites divine. Earth's key to thee, illustrious king, belong its secret's gates unlocking deep and strong. Tis thine abundant annual fruits to bear, for needy mortals are thy constant care. To thee, great king, all sovereign earth assigned, the seats of God and basis of mankind. Thy throne is fixed in Hades' dismal plains, distant, unknown to the rest, where darkness reigns. Where destitute of breath, pale specters dwell, in endless, dire, inexorable hell. And in dread Acheron, whose depths obscure, earth's stable roots eternally secure. O mighty daemon, whose decision dread the future fates determines of the dead. With Demeter's girl captive through grassy plains, drawn in a four-yoked car with loosened reins, wrapped over the deep, impelled by love, you flew till Eleusinia's city rose to view. There in a wondrous cave, obscure and deep, the sacred maid secure from search you keep. The cave of Athos, whose wide gates display an entrance to the kingdom's void of day. Of works unseen, and seen thy power alone, to be the great dispending source is known. All ruling holy God with glory bright, the sacred poets and their hymns delight. Propitious to thy mystic's work incline, rejoicing come, for holy rites are thine. There you go. Yeah. So some people like him. But he seems fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like he has a super cool chariot, too, but I don't think I wrote it down. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I like in, um, once we kind of get a better look at him, he has, like, this velvet cloak, slicked back hair. His leather collar is hilariously large, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's he's in a different style realm. He's... Under the earth, you yeah. know, he's got a whole Yeah, he's not niche. wearing... Yeah, it's, his costuming is very different than everybody mm-hmm. else on the show. But I love the way they, they did it. I mean, it just looks cool. He, yeah, he looks super cool. <laughs> and he's very crushable, I wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, you know, he's got good boundaries with Xena, too. He's oh, like, yeah. please do this for me. But he's not, like, trying to manipulate her. Yeah. He's like, this is just important. And I love that he entered the conversation with a respectful, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, oh, right. I appreciate how you work. Yeah. It's a professional relationship between them. Oh, yeah. And he makes some funny jokes about Xena uh, working everyone in hell pretty hard during her yeah. um, <laughs> murdering days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, it was good. And then he tells her that if the candle flame burns out, uh, mankind will suffer eternally and no one will ever die. Yeah. Which is like super dark. And I intense. know, I know. When you're like, oh, okay, cool, no one's gonna die. But then if mm-hmm. you really think about it, mm-hmm. Hades is like, look, I don't like coming up here, but I, this is just really important. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't like killing people, but sometimes it has to but be every, done. But every, yeah, and that's, mm-hmm. like, really what this episode is about, is... Mm-hmm. And I don't advocate for whatever, like, killing people. <laughs> Just no. taking on Hades' personality. No, but I mean, like, the, but, like there is the cycle of life, you mm-hmm. know? Like, we, right. everyone has to die. That is mm-hmm. just a fact. Yeah. And then, like, Sisyphus, if you're trying to break out of this, then you're, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? What are you even you doing? You can't do that. You can't do that. And, you know, it's not fair to people who are, like, who are suffering mm-hmm. or... Right. Like, we can't populate the earth forever. Right. It doesn't work. We can't do that. So we need to, like... Be terrible. Be horrible. Everything has, you know, there's a natural rhythm to the world, you know? There's spring, and then there's winter. There's death, and there's birth. And it's all, it's a cycle of life. Right. I think the message in this episode, and, like, with a lot of Xena, is that there's needless death. Right. you you Mm -hmm. don't need to You want to avoid that. You want to avoid that, but... So they stumble upon a caravan of people who need to pass on. And everyone is sick, and Xena wants to help, and she has some painkillers. Yeah, she. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just like, like yeah, Xena, where'd she get these pills in this pouch? <laughs> She's um. like, just in case. Um, and they're all apparently trying to go to the hospital in Corinth, but yes. it's going to take a pretty long time at this rate. They're not... How are they like, going to drag everyone totally there? <laughs> there's, like two, there's just this hillside with all these bodies yeah. moaning. <laughs> They've all gotten there somehow. But. Well, I think it was kind of confusing, because mm-hmm. it, it seemed like on this hill... Like, there was a landslide, but there's no rocks anywhere. Right. Or we don't quite know exactly how this happened. Right. <laughs> so Zena's like, Gabrielle, give me some water. Mm-hmm. Or she's like, go help someone. So Gabrielle's being a helper too. And you see, like, Gabrielle is like, she's good at helping. Yeah. And she's, you know, very. She's trying really yeah, hard. She's, yeah. And she's very empathetic. She's helping with people. But she s- does try to help someone. She's helping this one guy who's like, don't come near me. He uh, says, Ugh, get away from me. <laughs> Which made she me says, laugh. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> But then, who who comes up? Oh my God! A handsome up? young man. Oh, yeah, he's strapping. Storyteller. He has like a little patchwork vest, kind of floppy dishwater blonde hair, piercing blue eyes, a kind bedside manner. Yeah. How oh is, my gosh. How's Gabby gonna react to this? Ooh, I don't know. He tells a long story about Lapithos and Io. And then, um, hey, you looked that up, right? And- I couldn't find anything on that, which kind of makes sense because Io is like in this totally other myth. Where she becomes a cow, right? So she yes. turns into a cow. And Lapithos, I looked up, and he is in a different myth, but none of them are this myth. This handsome young man is telling about weather. Yeah, and I couldn't find. <laughs> I also couldn't find anything about like snow and rain. It doesn't really snow there. Right? I, well, I might, nice? but like also, rain doesn't caress the snow. Rain caresses the earth, and snow. Also falls on the earth. Was, so I was like, I don't even understand how that works. Yeah, both time I watched this episode, I like couldn't. I don't know. I like spaced out when he was like, yeah, reading the. Yeah, he myth. was like, Io and Lapithos wanted to be together. A god didn't want them to, and so another god turned Lapithos into snow or something, and Io into rain, so that they could be together. But then I was like, that doesn't even that doesn't make sense. Make sense. But there's a reason that's not a myth. Yeah, but Gabby loved it. She was like all over it. <laughs> She's like, you're like, oh my god, that's this? the most interesting story I've ever heard. You're helping someone through yeah. story. <laughs> She's like, that's what I do. That is exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah. She sees herself. Yeah. So she, her eyes are just like giant hearts. Mm-hmm. And then he's like. Good stories help me through the hard times. Yes. And she's just like, it's just soulmate she's, city. I know. Um, so we find out his name is Talus. Mm-hmm. And I actually looked up Talus. Tell me about Talus. Um, You've been this hinting is, about this I know. all I like, week. I was like, Haley, you haven't looked at Talus yet, have you? She's like, like, no. No, no way. I'm like, don't, don't look at it. I'll figure <laughs> it out. 
So he was not a strapping young man Uh who told a good bedside story. He was a giant bronze automaton. (laughs) (laughs) Built. He was built to protect uh, Europa, who was the mother of King Minos, the king of Crete. <laughs> so, yeah, Xena writers are just like, oh, that's a good name. I like Talos. <laughs> or either that or, like, Talos' parents were like, you know what? Oh, I love that automaton. I love that automaton. I just want to name my child. I love that name. <laughs> so good. Europa was mom of King Minos. Mm-hmm. She was the lovely lady. Zeus turned himself into a, or no, he turned her into a bull. No, he turned himself into a bull. So for one person turned someone's a bull, and yeah, he turned himself into a bull, and then mm-hmm. he like captured her. I don't know. But, She's uh, like, all right, I I guess I'll hop on. Yeah. So there's kind of two versions of how he came to be. One, but he's giant bronze automaton, uh-huh. like. Giant. <laughs> So I'm good. very interested in the bronze here. <laughs> so what? It's just so like, this sounds like a Xena character. You know, you just be mm-hmm. like, oh, that seems weird that someone made a giant bronze robot. But it's Xena. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, this is a Greek myth where they have this giant robot. They're like, you know what would be weird? If someone built a person out of bronze, <laughs> what was, did they make them big or small? Yeah, big. <laughs> So one version, he's descended from ash tree people. Mm. So he wasn't made at all. Um, but I was like, eh, I don't really know. Like, I don't, I'm not feeling that one. So number two is... Ant. Like another ant. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ant. Like, we already ant know ant about moved. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, Hephaestus made him for Zeus to protect Europa. I like that uh-huh, one better. I like, I like that. Yeah, I like Hephaestus. Hephaestus is like, bang, 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 like, bang, 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 So... His his job was circling the island three times daily. <laughs> he just walks, <laughs> he just around. walks around and just like throws rocks at ships going by. Mm, no. Clang, <laughs> clang. So the people good. who like live by the waterside. <laughs> like, oh, must be coming. three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes Dallas. Clang, clang, clang. Ship. Your ship. No. No. <laughs> In Cretan dialect, there's like kind of a lot of myths that are all sort of pulled into one to Mm -hmm. turn into like Zeus asked Hephaestus for this. So in Cretan dialect, Talos basically means sun. Okay. And then... um, Like sun, like sunlight? Sun, like sunlight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Helios, the... um, Yeah. And then in Crete, Zeus's epithet is Zeus Talios. Mm. So he's like the god of the sun there. Mm -hmm. So he's probably this like ancient Crete... Right. Cretan... Crete God gods there. are so interesting. So cool. oh Crete is just so cool. Like I, I love that there's just like everything there is cows mm-hmm. and snakes Dolphins. and powerful women mm-hmm. and all this cool stuff. So Talos seems kind of like a, a leftover absorbed god. He's sometimes mm-hmm. depicted with wings. He's usually depicted in artwork as being like vanquished by something else. So it's huh. really yeah. seems like it was tied into a, he's an old god that right. they just kind of threw Maybe over. Crete is Atlantis and Talos was one of their... Here, let's go back to Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Search for Atlantis. Uh, I'm imagining Talus operated entirely by orcalcum beads. (laughs) 
Which are these little glimmering gold beads that you put into stone things to make them rotate That's, around. Oh my god, that sounds like yeah. I'm physically remembering how yes. satisfying that was to see. I know. He was actually run by Ikor, which mm. is the blood of the gods. So he, Oh my yeah, god. So I'm gonna, yeah, so. Oh my god, tell me more. So I know. <laughs> so great. Um, so yeah, he threw rocks at ships coming in. He had one vein that went from his neck to his ankle, and they just like shut by a bronze <laughs> nail at his ankle. <laughs> so this like... <laughs> like, oh, well, let's fill them up. They're like, oh, how do we stop that? Uh, let's plug it up. <laughs> so he's in the Argonautica, which is Jason and the Golden Fleece mm-hmm. story. So he's just like throwing rocks at the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ship. And he was slain by Medea, one of our favorite oh. sea witches. So there's a couple versions on how she slew him. Uh, one is like she made a concoction of drugs and drove him crazy. Or I can't she- stop imagining him doing things. <laughs> Drinking that. Uh, oh, this okay. Let's try. Yes. Yeah, because he's not really described as being like particularly intelligent. Mm-hmm. So I think of him as just a giant mm-hmm. drink. Dallas drink. Dallas tired. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas sad. Dallas love. Kind of like <laughs> Dallas die. So sad. <laughs> So another reason is she convinced him he was immortal, or like he would be made immortal if he removed the nail in his his ankle. So she's like, oh, you know what's really going to boost you to the next level? If you just remove that, you don't need it. Really cool now, but they're holding you back. Taking you down, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Or this one I really like. She hypnotized him and Mm -hmm. drove him crazy with these female death spirits named Caddies that she had raised. It's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to raise these female death spirits and then yeah. I'm going to drive him crazy and he's going to die. <laughs> and the uh, Carries were personifications of violent death. And they were sisters Yikes. of Thanatos, who was more of a, the peaceful uh, death. That would drive anyone crazy. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, just so good. And that's nice that Talos had a, had a soul and he was like, I'm very disturbed by these depictions of violent death but i don't know if she he had a soul it's like it's kind like, of confusing how, or is he just like i do not understand how violent death like is how does he go crazy um how does it happen i don't i i i feel like it has to do something with the like his blood because i don't think he has a soul like we have a soul yeah i think boiled his blood or something yeah or something yeah something wild <laughs> mm-hmm. i was into the carries a lot so they were sisters but not us the latin name terabre which means the darknesses mm. Yeah, they drove him mad, and so he dislodged his own nail. Basically, it's whatever happened. Oh, he dislodged the own nail, and yikes. the ichor, the god oh my blood, God, ran out of him. It's scarier, like not knowing what happened, and he's like, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like maybe like nothing's. You couldn't even see anything happening to him. It's yeah. just this giant bronze oh God, automaton going mad, like slapping himself, clawing at himself, and pulls out his own nail. Oh my God, it's horrifying. So this is also, like, it's a similar story to kind of the Achilles heel, uh, where yeah. it's like your one weakness. Interesting. Why um, always so the heel? It seems like a very ancient, mm-hmm. he's an ancient character, ancient myth. That's so interesting. And he's I never, th- I never think about heels, but it seems to be um, really important. I do. The other day I <laughs> dropped it, um, like something very heavy and sharp uh, fell on the back of my leg and hit oh. my tendon. And I was like, oh, my Ouch. Achilles heel. And I was mad. Well, it's true. I guess if your tendon gets, maybe that's. Like the tendon, probably. I think they're also if you lose a foot, you're all that's done. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. 
He's also. <laughs> I mean, you could totally have a satisfying life if you've lost a foot. It's not really. But you like. It'd but be if hard you're in to the ancient world, it would be really ta- yeah, challenging. It would be hard to be, you know, standing on two legs, throwing rocks at ship. <laughs> right. If your <laughs> if your whole life is standing on two legs and throwing rocks at ship, or rocks ship, rock ship, <laughs> Dallas two leg, <laughs> Dallas foot. <laughs> I know, I love him. But he's also sometimes um, described as a bull because oh. Crete had such a strong relationship to like cow and bull myths, which yeah. I really want to do more research on. Yeah. So some versions kind of of Talus myths, he originated in Sardinia. Oh, this was like, so in Sardinia, which I didn't actually look up where it was. I'm sorry. It's somewhere. Um, but he, where sardines come from. That's where sardines come from. He would like heat himself up in the sun and then hug people to death. <laughs> like bees. Bees do that. <laughs> When there are bad bees, like invasive wasps that get into bees' nests, I think it's particularly, like, I think it's a particular kind of bee. The bees will all go around the wasp and just buzz for a while because they have, like, a higher body temperature. Oh, my God. And they can get hot. And then the wasp overheats and dies. What a good tactic. I know. They're like, (laughs) and the wasp is like, I'm so hot. I'm so hot. And it probably just falls asleep and dies. Yeah. Wow. Talus so Talus knows very all about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was also kind of tied into his whole structure of how he has that single vein and the one plug and kind of tied into like lost wax casting is how they did oh, a lot of, so he's yeah. sort of like a myth of the Bronze Age mm-hmm. of doing bronze casting and oh, things too. fascinating. So he was so great. So I, I could see why Gabby's interested in him now. I know. I, yeah. I'm like, oh, bronze. Bronze automaton. Yeah. <laughs> Come on over. So that's our namesake Talus. We love him. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're chatting away. Xena uh, kind of calls to them for more water. So mm-hmm. Talus and Gabrielle go together. Gabrielle tells Talus all about Celesta being captured. And my immediate mm-hmm. reaction was just like, oh, don't tell him that. Like, who do I know. know. I was like, why are you, you sharing all this? But it was fine. He's totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's trustworthy. And then Gabrielle is like understanding. Now she understands death is important after seeing all this suffering. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. seems like a, a very dark conversation for this, like, casual meadow setting. I know, but everyone's <laughs> suffering. Everyone's suffering. It's terrible. And then... Well, we find out that Talos grew up in Sisyphus's castle. Oh, that's right. That's so, important. Yeah, so he knows all, like, the ins and outs and the secret passages because mm-hmm. it's kind of a house of horrors. So yeah, he knows right. how to get through it's everything. It's very important to have an insider. And so that's lucky. It's lucky. And then he gives Gabrielle a jasmine blossom and mm-hmm. says, it's a rare beauty like you. Oh and so God. she's smitten. Yeah. And he's, he's smitten too. Yeah. They love each other. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh my God. The undead has come to find Xena. No. Taxius shows up and he's like beating up Talus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tries to strangle Gabrielle, but mm-hmm. Xena shows up. They're like, have some quippy interactions. Taxius is definitely a disgusting, rotting zombie. Yeah. Who, and he says, you can't kill me. I'm a god. Yeah. And she's Actually, like, he loud whispers that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You can't kill me. I'm a god. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> So, yeah, Zena does some really good, like, hand gestures while holding swords yeah, in this so one. Yeah, so great. I'm, Just in case, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, she knows. She knows. It's so good. I was, like, thinking she's going to have to sever all of his limbs. Yeah. Which would have done the job, too. No, but she but does. she finds another solution. The best solution that I just <laughs> fell over. I keeled I over laughing. I know. I can't imagine. They're fighting. She falls on the ground, and he's about to get her. And she throws her chakrams with such force. Yeah. It acts like a bandsaw <laughs> on the tree limb above Taxis's head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and 
we get like a nice back and forth of Toxius like looking up, no, and then the saw is going It's like 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> And it saws through and, and traps him. <laughs> it was like, like this is what we all came here for. I know. This is why we went to see that. <laughs> Trelin falls down and Toxius is trapped. He's trapped. But and that's all you can do. She can't kill him. I mean, that's she true. could have like cut off his limbs and I things, know. but it's fine. It's probably pretty heavy, that tree limb. Yeah, we would trap him for a mm-hmm. while. So we go back to Sisyphus's <laughs> castle. And we see this beautiful candle burning down. Mm-hmm. Sisyphus is taunting her. I know. It's like, it's not my time. Queen Karis is like, you used to be compassionate. What happened? Mm-hmm. Um, he says, compassion brought death to my door. Which Really? I mean, I, I didn't hear a lot of compassionate stuff in the myths you were telling us about Sisyphus. No. I don't know exactly what they're trying to groundwork they're laying for him but they they kind of make it seem like he was supposed to be a compassionate king right but i think he did love his people he brought the eternal spring to his people maybe that's that's true yeah yeah he brought water too that's true okay maybe yeah let's say it's that yeah we we, we kind of leave them the candles burning down that's all happening taxios has like he's made it out from underneath the tree limb he goes Mm -hmm. back to his gang and he's like hey everybody there's no death you don't need to know why Right. Um, but yeah, we all got to, you know, take Xena. And they're like, nah, dude, she's super strong. Yeah, he says, we got to stop Xena before she ruins it for all of us. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like, no. What? Yeah, I don't feel like it. But then he kills them all. I know. And they're like, <laughs> whoa, I'm not dead. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so they're like, okay, yeah, let's all go capture death. <laughs> the undead forever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, woo. Ooh, it's us now. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, it's our turn. <laughs> So, like, they kind of gallivant off to mm-hmm. go uh, try to go to Sisyphus's castle. Now it's night. Xena, Gabrielle, and Talus are walking through the hills. Yeah. And then Gabrielle's like, so what do you think of Talus? I Zena? know. And she just rolls her she's eyes. She's like, he's nice. Yeah, it's like, nice. Bah, bah, but he's bah, warm bah, bah. and sensitive and perfect. Xena's okay. just like, yeah, I'm glad you'll have some company because yeah. I got to go. Mm-hmm. But the Taxius's gang was watching while they split up. I know. And uh, so then Xena does some great tricks where she, like, hides in a tree and she right. knocks out two guys. Mm-hmm. And then she rides to the castle and sneaks around outside. And she does some amazing acrobatic moves to get inside the castle. It's true. She, like, flips up onto those... Um, flagpole spears. things. Yeah, flagpole thingies on the yeah. side of the castle. Tumbles in. And then when she gets inside, there's this, like, hilarious guard who comes, like, running up at her, swinging his sword. Perfect Xena moment without Mm -hmm. missing a beat. She's walking forward and punches him out. Right. She's like, nice try. I know. She's very confident in this this situation. Mm Mm-hmm. Sisyphus knows she's there. Yeah. He's, like, pleased that she's come for Mm -hmm. some reason. Well, because then he gets to show his prowess of... I guess. Oh, yeah. like all of his tricks. He's excited to use all the tricks in his he castle. He is, he is. He hasn't had a lot of chances lately. Mm-mm. He's been bored. <laughs> <laughs> this makes things much more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, um, Gabrielle and Talis made it to the hospital. I know. And then there's an old lady who wants water. Oh my God, this was a performance of a lifetime. She was good. I know. I was like, I am going to cry for this old lady. <laughs> this is like a 30 second performance. It was performance. super dark. It was so good. Yeah. She was like, I just want water. And I mean, it was like an amazing performance. <laughs> I, know. I was like, I wrote like five sentences on it. What else did you have to say about I it? I just said, you know, like, she's a pathetic old lady asking for water in the hospital. She's so sad. And she, when she was like, I died a I couple know. days she's ago. Like, I, I, you're not going to believe this, but a couple days ago, I died. And Gabrielle's like, I do believe it, yeah, I and I want to help you pass on. Oh my god, this old lady, like, convinced me that she had died, and, like, 
had come back to life and she was suffering from the trauma of yeah. it. I, I was sh- just we like, should have seen what else this woman was in. I know, she we really amazing. need to, because yeah. I was just like, this is the most compelling moment. We should start doing, like, one-part acting awards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, for the single Zena. bit, yeah. <laughs> Oscar for this episode goes to this lady for sure. <laughs> yeah. For the past, I mean, all the extras are amazing, but this lady really hit it out of the park she with was, this yeah. role. She was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So we find out that we can't touch death. Right. If we touch death, then you die. I know. And so Gabrielle's like, oh my God, I gotta tell Zena. Zena. I she must not right know about now. this. And it was like, okay. Okay, Gabrielle, good. Yes, you're gonna go tell yeah, her. Go, go, go. So Talos is going to show Gabrielle how to get into the castle. But meanwhile... Talos has, like, a heart attack? Oh, yeah. He's, like, suffering from something. We don't know. He has a lot of pain. He grabs his chest and kind of doubles over without anyone seeing. Yeah. Okay, so Talos has had some kind of terrible disease or something's ailing him, we Mm. know. But we're not quite sure, but it's it's a hint of more to come. Mm -hmm. So we go to Sisyphus's castle. Mm -hmm. Xena's walking around. Yeah, she's... Swishing her head around. Mm-hmm. And Sisyphus has these wild illusion magic tricks with mm-hmm. smoke and like smoke bombs and sparkles. Yeah. And it, it's kind of alluded that they have a past relationship, but we don't, like they've right, met they before. they know each other somehow. But we're not sure how. Yeah. And Xena's trying to tell him how much pain he's causing. Mm-hmm. You're blinded by your selfish <laughs> desire to live. I know, I know. <laughs> Like, is that, well, yeah. I mean. All of us. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Many of us share that. Selfish desire. And then he says, still favoring brawn over brains. It's like, no. Um, Zena would never. No. (laughs) And then he tricks her into a trap door. Oh my gosh, she fell through. She was standing in just the wrong spot. I know, I hate when Zena's tricked. I know. It's like, there's no way she could have known there was a trap door there. I know. So then she has a great scream mm-hmm. and she catches herself on a skeleton. She's fallen like like at least 10 stories. Right, but she's caught the, the arm hand of, of a an skelly. old skelly. Mm-hmm. An old skelly man. An old skelly. And then it's, she's just falling into this black pit. Mm-hmm. And then... Commercial like, break. Yeah, exactly. It was like, duh. <laughs> and this is kind of the first time we really see Xena like caught like this. Mm-hmm. Kind of amused by it, but it's yeah. the first time I think she's ever something's really unexpected like this. Yeah. Maybe it's not the first time, but it, it caught me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God. And as the um, skelly arm breaks, she falls, sort of lands and tumbles over on her own feet. Oh, God, you would have definitely broken yeah. something. <laughs> she knows how to fall. She she's does. got it. And yeah. she's, you know, probably part God anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, so outside the castle, mm-hmm. Talos and Gabrielle kind of go through this escape tunnel that mm-hmm. Talos knew about. It's yeah. like, all of us kids used to hang out in here growing yeah. up. Like, okay, Talos. And there's like spooky moving walls, mm-hmm. cobwebs everywhere. Right. And it's a super spooky house. It is. With rats it's, and... Right. Ugh. I mean, it's full of rats. Full we know of rats. that. Yeah. It's a problem because Gabby and Talos are relaxed, but mm. the warlords have followed them mm. all the mm. way to the castle. They have. Before they find them, there's a cute moment of Talos telling Gabrielle... Or she's like, you gotta go, I can do this by myself. He's like, I'm not leaving you. And she's like, well, why? Well, I never met a girl who knew every line of Sophocles by heart. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that, that warmed my heart. Yeah, I'm like, it's nice. Yeah, he values her for I her I mean, I, I like Talos, you know? <laughs> I like Talos a lot. They I thought have, I was like, gonna hate him. They really good chemistry together. Yeah, he's like, he's super useful. Mm-hmm. I mean, Xena even likes him. I know. He's, yeah, yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna let anything happen to her. Mm-hmm. They're like holding hands. And then... <gasps> Toxius and his dudes show up. Mm-hmm. And Gabrielle has like a chatty food moment 
Right. She's like, oh, if you leave your untreated wounds. There's a you- high rate of infection. <laughs> and Talos says, yes, maybe you should find a doctor. <laughs> and then they go, um, or then maybe we could just, and they will say, run. Yeah. And anyway, I was like, this is such a great moment. It was really cute. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys are really cute together. Mm-hmm. So they're like escaping and running up these stairs. But once Gabrielle gets to the top, they become trick stairs. I know, curly up, slide. Turn into a slide. Talus falls down, and then he falls into a trap door, just like Xena did. Oh, my God. All the way down. Ah. <laughs> Ten stories. <laughs> so Xena wakes up, hilariously tosses the skelly hand aside in irritation. <laughs> it's like, failed her. And then um, Talus is just, like, still yelling. And she's mm-hmm. like, what's that sound? Yeah. He's like, ah. <laughs> and he pops out this so line. And she's like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, Gabrielle wanted to tell you not to touch death. And she's like, of course I'm not going to touch death. I know. She's like, of course <laughs> not. Just like an eye roll. Oh my god. I love it. She's like, where is Gabby? I know. And he's like, she's here somewhere. And mm-hmm. he's just like being super negative. Talking yeah, and talking about they're like, never, never going to get out. And she's like, you need to be quiet so mm-hmm. I can do my job. Yeah. And then she's listening as like there's water coming from somewhere. So she's like, okay, well, that, if water's moving, there has to be an exit. Right. So she finds a trap door into a sewer. Yeah, which is like a mysterious green underlit swampy area. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. I really don't feel like sewers were invented at this time. Right. They, they just probably just throw stuff out the window. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I thought the Romans. But did maybe that. it was like a moat. It could have been, been a moat. Could have been a moat. Mm-hmm. Could have been a moat. 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 <laughs> Sorry, guys. 45 minutes of that. Exactly. So Gabrielle's like, there's this long hallway with all these tapestries hanging on either side. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle, she hides behind one of them. I know. It's like just enough room for her to kind of hide her hiding shoes. spot. It was great. Mm-hmm. And there's this gross rat behind her. I know. Um, just like Ugh. squeaking. And it's really gross. It was, I'd be freaked out. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. okay, you're right. You can't get it to move away from you. Right. And it's just going to crawl it's gonna on you. It's going to crawl on your shoulder. There's nothing you and can God do. God knows what it's going to do on there. <laughs> it's just going to poop and be gross. So Toxios is about to find her. But the rat sneaks out underneath the curtain, mm-hmm. and then there's super gross moment of Toxios. Oh my god, he squishes it with his foot. It's like that movie Witch. <laughs> oh my god, it's just like the witches. Witches, and they are always squishing things and like disgustingly chewing things. Oh god, it was really like that. Like <laughs> the sound effects were really nasty. I know. At this point. I was like, that is so gross, Toxius. And he didn't even kill Please. it. It's just Ugh. like. Squishing and Gabrielle, after Toxius walks by, Gabrielle sneaks out and she kind of looks at the rat sort of sadly, but doesn't yeah. put it out of its misery. Just keeps walking. I'm like, he saved Only your life. You can't now. There's no death. Oh, oh that's mm-hmm. why it was still squeaking. Yeah. I didn't even think about the premise of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize it was still squeaking. But. Yeah, I was like, did they kill it? No, because it can't. No, they can't. There's that, no way. That just like blew my mind. Squash it as much as you like. <laughs> so gross uh xena and talus are like in the sewers like on all fours trying to like mm-hmm. army crawl their way out and then suddenly there's this rat wave i know that comes through can i like quickly read a hilarious thing okay. yes so in my book xena warrior princess the official guide to the xenaverse there's this great anecdote about this scene so we're in the sewer lucy's yeah. take 
laughing as she recounts a scene where rats fall on Xena while she crawls through a passage under the king's castle. I thought they'd be lovely little lab rats. I just let them <laughs> dump these crates of vermin on me in the fiberglass sewer. I was supposed to dive hard at the bottom of the pipe as soon as I felt them on me, but there was a long trail of slime at the bottom of the pipe, so no. I really didn't want to. No. I left two inches between me and the pipe, just resting on my elbows and toes. I dropped my head, and they just kept dumping rats, and they yelled, <laughs> cut, cut, and these rats had all nestled on my body, nestled no. into my cleavage and legs. It was so disgusting. <laughs> oh, God, and they stunk. They stunk. No. They just pooed everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> it was really harrowing. Anyway, you dine out on those stories, and you laugh a lot afterwards but it was far more disturbing than i thought it would be i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> her anecdotes are super oh my god great. it's hilarious she's like oh they just pooed on everything <laughs> <laughs> so gross I'll get diseases. i wouldn't want to dive too i'd be afraid i'd squish a rat and then there'd be like a weird squished and, rat under me yeah, and this line i know you can Whoa. see it in this like scene too they're yeah, like she's uh, like not moving and she's like i don't want to be here no i hate this <laughs> oh so gross Okay, so they, like, make it through, they make it out into the castle, Mm -hmm. and, oh no, Talos grabs his chest again. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. And Gabrielle, or not Gabrielle, Xena figures out what's going on. Yeah. He was heading home to Corinth because he wanted to see it for one last time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And And, and meanwhile, we we see that Karis is eavesdropping on them, and she hears his story. Yeah, and she knows him and cares about Mm -hmm. him. And then Zena's, like, being super empathetic. Mm-hmm. And she respects him now, too, because she kind of understands that he's put a lot on the table by coming this way. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. a lot is riding on this, too, and mm-hmm. she knows he's just going to, like, continue suffering. Right, um, and that he's going to die, yeah. too, if they succeed in their, yeah. you know. So it's like, no matter what, he's going to die. And that's, mm-hmm. like, what I love about Zena so much is she's, like, just accepting it. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, okay, yeah, this he's is he's made this choice. I'm not going to try to, like, interfere with that. no. And then Talos says, like, people need death. Don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm going to be fine. There's a bigger picture here. Yeah. So, and then Karis kind of takes that information back to Sisyphus, and mm-hmm. they're arguing. Yeah. And Sisyphus is like, people want to live. Yeah, I've right. helped everyone with my selfish ways. <laughs> <laughs> everyone likes me. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> and Karis is like, no, people are in pain, and yeah. they need to die. And he's like, I live here. There's nothing penetrates my walls. <laughs> yeah, look, I've built myself into this fortress of tricks. <laughs> Come see a trick, Karis. Yeah. <laughs> Turn this Love old me. fish into a flower. <laughs> Magician man. And so she threatens to stab herself if Xena wins and Sisyphus dies. And the we see the candle is almost burnt out. Mm-hmm. Karis is like, I'm going to help Xena yeah. and Talus. And we can all confront Sisyphus together. Yeah. So they bring Talus to talk to Sisyphus. And they like love each other. And you're like, okay, Sisyphus, you're not a, that bad of a guy. Mm-hmm. You like clearly do care about people. Yeah, and she does that by, like, going into the trap that was supposed to catch Xena, yeah. and then it catches her, and Xena surprises him. I feel like there was more to that, and they edited I know. some of it Yeah, out. that must be it, because I was like, I didn't, what's this whole trap? Yeah, it's like you could have just brought them all in the room together, right, but whatever. whatever. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So they ask him to let Celeste go, and... Um, oh, and then there's kind of a moment of, like, we shouldn't be afraid of death, death mm-hmm. can be a friend... Sisyphus is like, I'm not suffering. Talus says, the good King Sisyphus that I knew, if he saw the suffering that he had caused, he would die inside for what he'd done. Oh, and that's powerful. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a thing. And so, yeah. And I just wrote, just die, Sisyphus. <laughs> <laughs> just 
die already. Just be a good king. Yeah. So then they, like, so through this, they kind of convince him, which is like, okay, Sisyphus, mm-hmm. you are being a good king. Yeah, like, he's as, changed his mind. Yeah, you're listening to reason. So they run over to Celesta, who's, like, weak and kind of passed out in the right. chair. Mm-hmm. She needs her candle. She needs a candle. And then they kind of go to, like, as they're starting to unlock her, Gabrielle and Taxis. Oh Taxis and all the dudes run in screaming. Yeah. And Taxis grabs Gabrielle with a knife to her throat. I know. I was like, can you just, like, wait, like, put it off for, like, another two minutes? Yeah. Maybe. They would have just dealt it's with cool. it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Taxi is just like, keep Celeste bound or I'll kill Gabrielle. Right. And then she says, shouldn't you be looking for a shallow grave somewhere? Which is such a good burn. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta memorize it. Gotta memorize it. When am like, I gonna use it? And I'm like, why could I possibly ever use that? <laughs> shouldn't you be looking for a shallow grave somewhere? <laughs> So good. You gotta practice that for a next sleepover or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like someone on Bart who like elbows you or something. <laughs> Escalate the situation. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Xena offers to join Toxius if okay. he can kill her. Yeah. Then Sisyphus comes up with his magic wand. Oh my god. And like flash explodes with mm-hmm. the magic. In smoke. In smoke. And then Xena's fighting all the zombies. Yeah. She has some face kicks. She grabs someone's sword by the hand. Right. And Sisyphus is trying to unlock Celeste. He's taking like an hour to unlock those chains. Like, it's not a very good machine. No. And Taxios is like super pissed off and runs right. up and tries to stop him. Meanwhile, Gabby gets captured again. Always. Oh my god. And then um, Xena like kicks a dude who then like falls into the splits. Mm-hmm. And then Talus grabs Taxios and he's shoved to the ground. Oh my god. They're like everyone's attacking each other as Taxios is kind of pulling the knife in slow motion. Dude kicks Xena in the back and she does a forward roll and flings the chakram mm-hmm. as she stands. And this sh- like we're on the chakram camera, which is my favorite camera. <laughs> it's such a great camera. We should use that in every show. <laughs> I know. This is like the chakram's whirring like just at the bottom yeah, of the screen. Right. So you're like point of view chakram. Yeah. And it spins and tilts as it knocks the knife out of his hand and breaks open both wrist shackles right. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then the candle grows back to normal Ooh. height, which is also a great effect. Yeah, I love that. Like, yeah. So good. And then the undead war- warriors die in slow motion. Mm, so good. Celesto's she- floating around, touching everyone. Right. And they all die. And there's some spooky harp music as she's doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't actually kill Sisyphus. Which... He's like, I'm ready. And she's like, not yet. First, <laughs> someone else needs me. And she gestures yeah. to Talus. I know. And he steps forward. Mm-hmm. And then Gabrielle's just like, what are you talking about? There's right. been a mistake. I know. She's so sad. I know. She doesn't and understand. So she's sad like, for them. I know. And she, Gabrielle was, Renee O'Connor did a great job in the mm-hmm. scene. I was like, yeah, oh. I know. I you, really felt for her. Yeah, you were not expecting this. Mm-hmm. And then, um. Zena's just like, he's been sick. And Gabrielle's like super pissed off and like, we saved you, you owe us. So it's kind of like all the like the stages of grief, yeah. like in this one moment mm-hmm. too. You don't have to take him, you know, she's like asking. Right. Yeah, just all this stuff, you yeah. know. He's just like, you know, it's time. Yeah, like I'm sorry. I didn't tell you, you know, mm-hmm. I just really wanted to have like these moments with you. Oh my God. And we'll meet each other on the other side. And Ugh. then they like hug and they cry. And then Talis walks away with Celesta. Celesta puts her hand on his shoulder and they walk through the lit doorway together. And I he know. looks back and smiles. I know. And then Zena and Gabrielle are like, standing together and Gabby's crying and Zena's just being super stoic. And like, mm-hmm. she's just always so present and in the moment mm-hmm. and like really before about her relationship with death of like singing at the funeral pyre mm-hmm. and everything. She really right. knows how to honor the dead. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle kind of like falls into Zena for a hug and like as she's crying and it's like such a beautiful friend moment yeah. and just like a beautiful relationship between them. 
of where Zena's kind of confused about how to, like, care for someone else and, like, doesn't right. really know how to hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zena, hug. Zena, hug. <laughs> Zena, love. <laughs> yeah. So, so sad. Um, this is a really heartfelt moment in yeah. the episode. Yeah, like, you really, their relationship is just, like, oh, like, you really see how much they care about each other mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I was, like, also glad that Talus got to walk off into the mist instead of collapsing on Me the too. floor like the rest of the warriors. Yeah. It was, he deserved it. Mm-hmm. It was nice of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so at the very end of the credits, so now we're into the hilarious, like, the no blanks oh, yeah. were harmed. Mm-hmm. So this one is, uh, no jumbo-sized cocktail rats were harmed during the production of this motion picture. <laughs> well, that's because Zena didn't flop down on them and <laughs> smoosh them <laughs> while she <laughs> escaped really the tube. But yeah. Yeah, I think my takeaway from this, just that so much of Zena's guilt is kind of based on useless death. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice to kind of have a different relationship with death mm-hmm. in this episode where she's bringing death to people in a useful, wanted, natural way. And yeah. And like kind of being a part of the cycle of life. I think it's a little right. healing for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can help. And, and also to kind of see... Even if it's, like, a little bit, like, puppy love, like, genuine love between Gabrielle and Talos, and yeah. then have that friendship love to be um, developing between yeah. them, too. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Like a beautiful episode about caring for people. It was. And how, like, sometimes, yeah, the best care you can give someone is to, like, release them from... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was also thinking it's kind of like the complement to the Prometheus episode, mm-hmm. where you're have like no healing anymore yeah now what if you have no death yeah and it's making me think about how xena like as a show really engages with these primal questions Mm -hmm. and existential questions and myths that greek mythology tapped into as a set of stories to explain our experience i love it so much i know So what's your Gabby moment from your Gabby takeaway? I mean, I I really liked Gabby in this episode. Me too. I thought they wrote for her really well, and she totally inhabited the character, Renee O'Connor. Mm-hmm. I mean, she always does, yeah. but it was particularly like multi-layered in this episode. And I really liked the little, if, if wounds aren't treated, they could get infection. <laughs> And then, and then they're like run together and running yeah. away. I was like, oh, that's so charming. It was. She was very charming in this episode. Yeah, I really loved her new like costume choices. Mm-hmm. I think just her at the very end, just that shock of oh, I, I found this person and now right. like yeah. I finally that found someone who moment. I resonate with mm-hmm. and now they're gone and I wasn't expecting this. Right. Um. You know, then being able to like connect with someone else and her you know emotional support network mm-hmm. for something yeah. <laughs> was like really. I just I love that. I think she just really portrayed that feeling so well because mm-hmm. you know we've all we've all had loss and we've all been mm-hmm. there and it's just really put it into onto screen. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. It was a, a beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, if you you know like what we're up to here, um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We That's post right. a lot of really fun things there. And on uh, Facebook. And on Facebook. Our Instagram handle is Iadawag underscore the Xena podcast. That's I-A-T-O-A-G underscore the Xena podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook at mm-hmm. In a Time of Ancient Gods. Zena podcast. podcast. And then we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, so you can rate, subscribe on iTunes. That'd be great. We love we any love of that. It. We love you listening. We love you reviewing. Yeah. We love you just looking at the pictures that we're making. Because we having a lot of fun making some memes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our Instagram has been really fun lately. Yeah. And same with Facebook. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
like reach check out. Check us out. Yeah, check us out. Reach out. We yeah. love talking Xena to anybody mm-hmm. who wants to talk Xena. Totally. So until next time. Ah, la, 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 la. Yeah. Cool. Yay.